Blog Talk Radio. What's your definition of greatness? I think the definition of greatness is to inspire the people next to you. My parents were, were great. You know, growing up, you know, they instilled in me the importance of imagination, of curiosity. And understanding that, okay, if you want to accomplish something, I'm not just going to sit here and say, yes, you can do whatever you want. Yes, you can, but you have to also put in the work to get there. You grow up as a kid thinking that all things are possible if you put in the work to do it. You, know, you grow up having that fundamental belief. My father uh, was really influential at a really critical time where I, you know, I had a summer where I played basketball when I was like 10 or 11 years old. And here I come playing and I don't score one point the entire summer. I scored not a free throw, not a nothing, not a lucky shot, not a breakaway layup, zero points. And I remember crying about it and being upset about it. And my father just gave me a hug and said, listen, whether you score zero or score 60, I'm going to love you no matter what. That is the most important thing that you can say to a child. It gives me all the confidence in the world to fail. But to hell with that, I'm scoring 60. From there, I just went to work. And I just wow. I stayed with it. I kept practicing, kept practicing, kept practicing. I think that's when the idea of understanding a long-term view became important. Because I wasn't going to catch these kids in a week. I wasn't going to catch them in a year. right? So that's when I sat down and said, okay, this is going to take some thought started creating a menu of things. Mm. When I came back the next summer, I was a little bit better. Open shots, not miss open shots. Be able to shoot it with speed because those kids are so much more athletic. So it's a simple thing of math. If you want to be a great player, if you play every single day, two, three hours, every single day, over the course of a year, how much better are you getting? If you're obsessively training two, three hours every single day over a year, over two years, you make quantum leaps. Show up every single day, do the work. They're looking at me as if, okay, this kid's soft, right? He's from the suburbs of Philadelphia. They felt like they could try to be physical or try to intimidate me and do all sorts of stuff, which they couldn't. Now I'm saying, okay, well, you're trying to attack me. How am I going to attack you? One of the things I would do is, while everybody would be at the cafeteria work, you know, eating and doing all sorts of stuff, I'd just go back to the gym. Yeah, I may be from the suburbs, but you're not going to outwork me. Right, look at thing, things at their smallest. A lot of times the game starts moving really fast. But if you train yourself to watch hours and hours of film, the game's not moving that fast anymore. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's an obsessiveness that comes along with it. You want things to be as perfect as they can be. Understanding that nothing is ever perfect. But the challenge is try to get them as perfect as they can be. So how can we teach our children what it means to work hard? Well, you do it through training. Right? So when I get up in the morning, my daughter goes with me. 4 a.m., my 15-year-old goes with me. It becomes a daddy-daughter thing. Through that process, she understands the value of hard work. So it's through those behaviors uh, um, is where I find the motivation to mm. do it. Well, what does losing feel like to you? Uh, it's exciting because it means you have different 
um, ways to get better. There's certain things that you can figure out that you can take advantage of, right? Certain weaknesses that were exposed. Mm. There are answers there if you just look at them. It's a constant process. It's exciting when you win, it's exciting when you lose because the process should be exactly the same. The hardest thing is to face that stuff. I think it's the fear of, of starting anew. When you play for 20 years, I play for 20 years, you reach a certain level, you're like, okay, wait a minute, I have to start again at the base of a mountain and try to climb the top of this mountain. First of all, what mountain am I climbing? I don't even know, like, what the hell am I going to be doing? The thing that helped me actually was hurting my Achilles because that forced me to sit there and say, okay, the day could be today that your career is over. First question I asked, which is the wrong question, is what's the biggest industry I can get into? I said, okay, stop thinking of it that way. You're thinking of it the wrong way. Why did you start playing basketball? Because I loved it. All right, what do you love to do? Oh, well, I love to tell stories. Mm. All right, let's do that. I think stories is what moves the world. Nothing in this world moves without story. And so I think that is the root of everything. And if we're going to try to make the world a better place, Story is the right place to start. Yeah. From uh, one of my English teachers at Lower Marion named uh, uh, Mr. Fisk. He had a great quote that said, rest at the end, not in the middle. And that's something I always live by. I'm not going to rest. I'm going to keep on pushing now. There are a lot of answers that I don't have. Even questions that I don't have. But I'm just going to keep going. It's going to keep going, and I'll figure these things out as you go, right? And you just continue to build that way. So that, I try to live by that all the time. with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on the new Evolution Radio Network. Money, I need a ladder by summer. 8K shots, niggas ducking straight shots. 
been a top dog, that's before the cake dots. Cracking in 06, immaculate, show me ships. Talking like you Mitch, disastrous on the strip. Holding on your bitch, could've never sold you a brick. With them people, you never been on the list. Mona Lisa to me ain't nothing but a bitch. Hanging pictures like niggas swinging from his dick. We so different, you thought these didn't exist. The Megalodon never seen on his wrist. I'm from the south where they never make it this rich. God is the greatest, but Satan been on his shit. Walking the pavement, I pray I'm illuminated. Over a decade and never nobody's favorite. Pot and kilo go hand in hand like we gambling huff. My amigo, a million grams when we count them enough. You was dead broke, I let you hold it back. You paid for it, but I fuck around and stole the track. Screaming gang gang, now you wanna rap. Racketeering charges caught him on the tap. Looking for a bond, lawyers wanna tap. Purple hair, got them faggots on your back. Friends when nobody else can tell us what to be. Friends when the TV ain't controlling what we see. Told my niggas I need you. Do all the fame, you know I stay true. Pray my niggas stay free. Made a few mistakes, but this ain't where I wanna be. Before I'm judged by 12, put a 12 on my feet. Told my niggas I need you. Stay up, I know these times ain't true. Real life, yeah. we're free. Fed investigations, heard they plotting like I trapped. 20 million cash, they know I got that off a rap. Maybe it's the Michael Rubens or the Robert Kraft. Or the billionaire from Marcy in the way they got my back. Uh, see how I prevailed and now they try to knock me back. Uh, block me in the cell for all them nights and I won't snap. Uh, 250 is showing, they still think I'm selling crack. Uh, when you bring my name up to the judge, just tell them facts. Tell them how we funding all these kids to go to college. Tell them how we teaching all these boys stopping violence. Trying to fix the system in the way that they designed it. I think they want me silent. Oh, say you can see. I don't feel like I'm free. Locked down in my cell, shackled from ankle to feet. Judge banging that gavel, turned me to slave from a king. Another day in the bing. I gotta hang from a string. Just for popping a willy, my people march to the city. From a cell to a chopper, view from the top of the city. You can tell how we rockin' soon as I pop up. We litty poppin' like Pebble in 94. Big poppin' and Diddy, your niggas counting me out. Like my account ain't busy, that's 5 million 20. Sit up and count till I'm dizzy. Fade up 500,000, 100 round in the city. If we beefin' a rapid, I might just pop up with Drizzy like what's free? Free is when nobody else can tell us what to be. Free is when the TV ain't controlling what we see. Told my niggas I need you. Do all the fame, you know I stay true. Pray my niggas stay free. Made a few mistakes, but this ain't where I wanna be. Before I'm judged by 12, put a 12 on my feet. Told my niggas I need you. Stay up, I know these times ain't true. Real life, what's free? In the land of the free where the blacks enslave. Three fifths of a man, I believe, is the phrase. I'm 50% of Duce and it's that free, yeah. 100% of Ace of Spade, worth half a beat. Uh. Rock Nation, half of that, that's my piece. 100% of title to bust it up with my cheese. Uh. Smokes, my niggas won't ever work together. You run a checker, but they never give you leverage. No red hat, don't Michael and Prince me and yay. They separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA. Uh. I ain't one of these house niggas you bought My house like a resort My house bigger than yours, my spot Come on, man My route better, of course We started without food in our mouth They gave us pork and pig intestines Shit you discarded that we ingested We made the project the way you came back Reinvested and gentrified it Took niggas since the pride, now how that's free And them people stole the soul and hit niggas with 360s I ain't got a billion streams, got a billion dollars Inflating numbers like we po' be happy about this we was praising Billboard, but we were young. Now I look at Billboard like, is you dumb? 
To this day, Grandma pray what I might say They gon' have to kill me, Grandmama, I'm not their slave <laughs> Check out the bazaar Rapping style used by me The HOV, look at my hair free Carefree, niggas ain't nad free Enjoy your change, what's your employer name With the hairpiece? I survived a hood, can't no shot time rob me My account's so good, I'm practically living tax free Factory, that's me Sold drugs, got away, scot free That's a CCE, copy Kill free, steal me And expect me to not feel away To this day, you would say, yeah, kill me Sucker free, no shucking me I don't job turkey Say happy Thanksgiving shit Sound like a murder to me Smoke free, all of y'all Calling out toll free Label rock you for millions Yet you wanna put a hole in me Sugar free, season but I'm soft free You lay a hand on hold my shooter Shoot for free, I promise World War 3 Send an order through a hands free Kill you in 24 hours or shorter You can't ignore the hand speed On guard, it's off the head This improv, but it's no comedy Son, I fell, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Particular uh, uh, rituals that you can do. You want to do these particular rituals. Let me give you a good one to show you how, some things that we can do to help ourselves in our lives. My queen that moved from Washington, D.C. to Maryland area to Atlanta, Georgia on the 15th of March of 2004, first thing she did was, first thing she did was she would come in and take all the bills and get a uh, 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 some type of tablet like this, you know, a little tablet like this, you know, notebook, and she would write all the bills, write out each one of the bills and put paid by each one, put paid by each bill, and lo and behold, that's been going on four years now, the four years this March, uh, March the 15th, and those bills have been met. Just by the magic, by, by, by doing this each month, a magical aspect. So you want to do certain things like this each month. And give you some other rituals. Um, there's one, one real good one that you can do. Um, whereas if you have a person that just won't leave you alone, a person that harasses you, but not on a hostile level, just a person that's annoying. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of people like, we got a lot of friends like that. What you want to do is get a, a plastic cup, a plastic cup, and you want to take something that looks like a business card. You can take an index card and cut it off and write that person's name on it, and then write "chill out" on that on that card. But you want to get it with a permanent marker or something that's permanent because you don't want it to fade. Because what you're going to do is you're going to take that plastic cup and you're going to fill it up with water and you're going to put that that index card or that piece of paper down in. Um, so you want a, a card. You don't want nothing to, to dissolve so fast before it freezes. So you want to put that thing in the water that says chill out. And you want to put it in the water and you want to put it in the freezer. And that person will chill out. That person will actually leave you alone. Then there's the other magical trick that I've been doing, telling people for years, is if a person is a little more hostile, 
what you want to do is you want to um, take some brown, a brown bottle, a brown beer bottle, a brown root beer bottle. Y'all say root beer bottle because you can find a root beer bottle that's brown and they don't have um, they don't have any paper on it. But it, what you can still do is find a brown beer bottle and soak the paper and soak uh, soak it in some water till the paper come off. And you want to pour not no decaf but liquid coffee. The stronger the better. As long as it's not decaf, liquid coffee in that brown bottle. Then you want to take a brown piece of paper bag and tear it off and write on that brown piece of paper bag um, that person's name. And you can even say cease and desist or stop bothering you. Or you, it could be a restraint. Restrain this person from coming around you and then you put that, you, you, you can put that name in the brown bottle and put the cap on it and set it up in your closet somewhere. Set it up somewhere that's out of the reach of traffic, out of the reach of people. And these things work. Um, um, these, these things work real good. Another thing you can do is you can you can take a you can go to a a botanica or whatever and try to find you a little brown a little round thing that looks like a little wall. It looks like a um, an acorn or something like that, but it's a wall. It's a, it's a buckeye. You want to get you a buckeye, and you want to take it. Now this is for money. You want to take the buckeye and wrap that buckeye in a dollar bill. Wrap that buckeye in a dollar bill. So you take the dollar bill and you take the buckeye and you fold and you wrap the, the, the dollar bill around the buckeye. You can put a little piece of scotch tape on it so it can stay. And you want to get you a little small little plastic bag. You know the ones that they sell them now. You can get them at the drugstore or whatever. It used to be the little nickel bag type thing or you can get something and you want to Put that buckeye in that, in that plastic bag with that dollar bill and you want to wear it on your person. You want to wear it, you put it in your pocketbook or put it in your pants pocket or whatever. And that will bring money to you. That will bring money to you. Another way to bring money with to you is to spend money. Not spend money frivolously, but never hesitate to spend money on things that you need. If you need it, don't cut corners. And never hesitate to spend money on, on people that you care about to go out to restaurants and just live it up for a time because it's currency. So it flows. You see what I'm saying? But when you hard money, you see what I'm saying? The money will repel. Another thing is, they say, if you follow knowledge, Money will run, run to you. If you follow money, money will run from you. You see. Law. Put on the mind of God. Is what you have to do. 
What does that mean? Go get something. You already got it. El Fatah. Open. Is your work. The becoming. Is your work. Everything you need. You got it. If somebody says, be ye perfect. You'd have to already be perfect because you can't put pieces together to make perfect those apart. Perfect is one. Undivided. Unbroken. Complete. Well, brother, let me tell you something. You already got it. You already are it. You just don't know it. And what I mean is this thing here does not know it is perfect. It keeps telling you you're making mistakes. You don't know what you're doing. You can't do that. You don't know how to do that. I'm poor. I ain't got. I don't know what. That ain't where the mind of Christ works. But that's what you want to quiet in your mind. And put, I can, I know how, I am. I so desire. For whatever it is you so desire, you decree it, declare it, and proclaim it. That's how you get it, because that's how you got everything else you got. As to whether you did it consciously or subconsciously, it doesn't matter. You have three levels of mind. The super, the conscious, and the subconscious. And you think on all three of them. It's what you're thinking that makes the difference. If you're subconscious, keeps making you make mistakes it's because you keep telling it to do so. And as long as you tell your mind it's broken, it's going to behave like a broken mind. It's going to keep you poor, hungry, and scared. That's imperfect. Turn that shit around. I am G. O.D. Right now. I am master, able, and noble. Right now. That's your prayer. For transforming yourself to G.O.D. And don't accept anything less than that. Stop being a servant. Stop groveling in your prayers. Claim your divinity. Claim your godhood. Claim the knowledge of the universe. Claim your wealth. Noble Drew Ali told the Moors, each and every one of you is supposed to inherit a million dollars. And he said that in 1920-something. How many millionaires we got now? Hell, you can't... What do you mean not many? We got so many we can't even count them, man. Where are you living at? I'm trying to tell you something. You have to get you past poverty with this. Quit thinking, poor. Quit thinking, I don't have it. I don't, I can't get it. Don't look up and see somebody else hit the numbers for $20 million and they tell yourself, I, I can't, I, I, I ain't. I. What the hell are you talking about? Why can't you turn around and tell yourself just the opposite? I can win $20 million. That's what the sister did. When she opened up the Bible, and the Spirit told her to read those verses in that chapter, 
And then when she got ready to close the book, the Spirit told her, don't close that book. Write them numbers down. <laughs> and, and, and carried them to the window. Wait a minute. I'm talking about right here in New York. A black woman who used to scrub floors for a living. Six million dollars that weekend. She ain't scrubbing nobody's damn floors no more. You know what I'm saying? You know? Quit reaching for the bottom. And the money's on top. Real money. And, and don't ask God for some money because a penny is money and he'll give you a penny if you ask for a penny. You know what I'm saying? Quit asking for cheap shit. <laughs> damn supermarket full of steaks. You go in there and buy some damn beans and rice. What is you doing? You know what I'm saying? Get up here. Why is it you don't think you're supposed to live a wonderful, pleasant, prosperous life? Who told you you weren't supposed to do that? Nobody but you. Well, quit doing that. Yeah, quit going for the okey-doke. It's okey-doke. I'm poor. It's okey-doke. I ain't got shit. It's okey-doke. Yeah. I'm sick. It's okey-doke. I don't know shit. It's okey-doke. Quit <laughs> going Quit going for okey-doke. You hear me? Now I'm talking to your spirit. Because that's what's going to get you out of poverty. And that's what's going to get you out of hell. It's the God within yourself. That's the one you're looking for. That's your best friend. And that's the only one who will be with you forever. When Jesus goes somewhere else, that God will still be there. You sure enough want to make him and her your best friend. See? A God that will always tell you the truth. Only if you will always listen. When you stop listening, everybody starts telling you a lie. Because that's what you're looking for when you stop listening to your own truth take the responsibility of being God how do you get there one way and one way only by desire you have to want to be God you can't get there no other way Psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire is the law of mind in action. The psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire. If you do not have the desire to become God, you are not going to become God, certainly not by accident. That's a car running over you. Not God. You have to have it in here. If you want to be a servant, it, that's already in there. That's easy. <laughs> Upgrade. You, you heard the statement, all oh, grow up. Well, yeah, grow up. 
<laughs> and find out you might be 25 feet tall. <laughs> That's a Reverend Biscuit in me coming out there.
keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. Or do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD dad, he says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym, but no, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. And your rich dad used to say what, instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down, and you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. You know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or you'll, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right, they only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that, that's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. 
But the average guy is standing there. Oh, I'm an A student. I'm gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over. And you go, well, they're not playing fair. And what? You're not. You're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accounts, attorneys, and bankers, and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accounts, attorneys, bankers. I hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games and I... I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understand what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes and get paid on more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you gotta find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? But the only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man know. a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system's actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. Robert, if I could give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice, what would you tell him? 
I'm going to say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest. Which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. You look at the, you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like 10,000, no, 1,014 times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing.
if you was on last Friday, then you know, you know, I started going into trust. Now, y'all know, like I know, that this is one of those subjects, especially trust, that it, it, it's a deep subject. It goes deeper than what most people are really ready to deal with. So, I wanted to talk this morning briefly on some of the remedies that you have in trust. And I always, you know, find tort to be an interesting subject, right? Because you have equitable remedies when it comes to doing things, right? And so, you know, once you officially have a real trust set up, then you have a real opportunity to go and file a tort claim. Now, a tort damage is when a party has sustained harm, right, because of a tort. And the objective of a remedy of a tort damage, right, is compensatory damages where you get a little bit of money in your pocket, okay? And this is normally done to, you know, what you would call an injured party. Now, I want y'all to ask yourself, have I been injured, right? Have you been injured? Most of y'all, when it comes down to what I would call, you know, being pulled over by the police, traffic stops, shit like that, you have been injured. Now, I'm going to pull up a term here. Because this is a very important term when we begin to talk about contract law, right? Because a lot of, a lot of people... They don't deal with, you know, contracts. So when we deal with contracts, understand that everything that you do is considered a contract. You get up in the morning, you got to rush to get to your job, nigga, you made a contract, right? You tell somebody I'll call you back later, that's a contract. So everything you do is considered a contract. Now, I want to talk about something known as unjust enrichment. Because in contract law, right, unjust enrichment occurs when one person is enriched at the expense of another in circumstances that the law sees as unjust. This is where an individual is unjustly enriched, right? The law imposes an obligation upon the recipient to make restitution. So that means to give you some money for your equitable remedy. Okay? Now, subject to defenses such as change of position, right? Liability for an unjust or unjustified enrichment arises in irrespective of wrongdoing on the part of the recipient. Okay? Now, the concept of unjust enrichment can be traced to Roman law and the maxim of law, and it says that no one should be benefited at another's expense. That's a maxim of law. Now, how many of y'all have been registering your cars into these people's trust? How many of y'all have been getting driver's license under their trust? How many of y'all have been paying property taxes under their trust? You have been unjustly enriched at the expense of another. Hell, call it your state if you want. Okay? So, you know, there, there are different types of remedies that you can go after when you're doing tort. Now, the concept of unjust enrichment okay, is not a new concept. It's been, it's been around for a very long time, right? People have, have, have 
done redress for their grievances for many years, right? Over the time period of not only our law system here, but in other law systems in other parts of the world. So I want y'all to really think about this, right? Because why would they create international law, right? Why would they create international law? Because on an international scale, right, you've been unjustly enriched, denationalized, subject to genocide, right? Those are also unjust enrichments. Now, you know, it's very interesting because you have tort damages and then you have what they call contract damages, right? Now, tort damages, the goal of a tort damage, right, is the goal of compensatory damage, which means that, nigga, I'm going to go get some money, right, to place the injured party in substantially as good as a position as he or she could be prior to before you got your ass whooped by the police or prior to before you was uh, incarcerated unjustly, right? These are all contracts. Now, when you begin to think about contract damages, right, the goal of compensatory damages in a contract is to place an injured party in substantially as good a position as he or she would have been if the contract had been performed. Now, I want y'all to really get this, right? Because a tort, a tort feeser deals with when these people are unjustly enriching you. Now, some of y'all get into contracts, right? Knowingly and unknowingly. Now, a tort could be considered a contract that you got into unknowingly. Okay. Now, the law of unjust enrichment is closely related but not coextensive with the law of restitution. Now, the law of restitution is the law of gain, right? Based on recovery, right? It's to be contrasted with the law of compensation. Now, let me go into that for you. The law of compensation, right? It deals with essentially the ability to go and get some money. Okay? So, a common law damages are a remedy. In the form of a monetary award to be paid as a claimant to compensation for loss of injury. You see why it's so important for you to have a trust set up. Now, to warrant the award, the claimant must show that a breach of duty has caused foreseeable loss. To be recognized at law, the loss must involve damage to property or mental or physical injury, a pure economic loss. Which is rarely recognized for the award of damages And compensatory damages Which are further categorized Into special damages Which are economic losses Such as the loss of your earnings The loss of your property damage uh, Medical expenses And other general damages That might occur Right? These are what they call non-economic damages Alright? So this law of restitution is when a court orders restitution, it orders the defendant to give up his or her gains to the claimant. So you got to have a superior claim. Now, when a court orders compensation, it orders the defendant to pay the claimant for his or her loss. And the word restitution was used in common law, early common law, right, to denote the return or the, or the restoration of a specific thing. So restitution brings you back whole. Right, the whole goal in all of this shit is to make yourself whole again, obviously. And when you're dealing with the law, there is no there is no gray areas. 
shit's black and white, literally, right? So the law of restitution is based on gain recovery, okay? So it's very important to understand that when we talk about unjust enrichment, the law of restitution is unjust enrichment. Now, they give you a opportunity to redress for your grievances in the court system. So then the question arises, what is your remedy, right? Where does your remedy lie, and how do you get there? This is the shit that Jonah, myself, right, we've both been attempting to to bring forth and show people. Now, the trust, the, the trust itself is an equitable remedy, right? When you set up a trust, it is an equitable remedy, right? Now, Last week I was talking about the different types of trust, right? And you have, you, know, you have constructive trust, you have intervios trust, you have express trust, right? But the type of trust that you need to be in is a express trust, right? A revocable, living express trust. Now, I think it's very, very important for us to really get this down because when you operate in trust. You are essentially effectuating your equitable remedy. You just got to know where to go from there. Now, I want to read something to you, okay? The bulk of equitable remedies comprise of decrees for specific performance of contracts, injunctions against wrongful acts, okay? And accountings from fiduciaries and the like. Equitable Restitutionary remedies Can be recovered Now I want y'all to really Think about this right Your injunction is a contract Is it not Is your injunction not a contract To give you Restitution in a form For unjust enrichment Okay See restitution This is the funny part right because among other issues, the practice of issuing injunctions for restitution, right, or some type of reciprocity against the enforcement of common law judgments obtained by equitable means brought matters to a head. Now, I'm, I'm going to read something to you all because I want you all to really understand this, right? In court situations, especially in state courts, right, a lot of times these people do what they call equitable cleanup. Now, there's something called the equitable cleanup doctrine, right? So this application of this rule is complicated by the equitable cleanup doctrine, which historically meant that once equitable jurisdiction is attached, the court determined not only equitable issues, but also any legal issues incident to the entire case. Now, what am I saying? I'm telling you that when you're in trust, you have so many remedies. Available to you Because it's no longer uh, a, a traffic issue Or a criminal issue Right Or or a, a contract issue It's an equitable issue now So now equity Equity Is what gives you The enrichment from being Unjustly enriched Now the court determines Equitable issues most of y'all have been operating in the wrong jurisdiction and you, you go in there and tell them Well uh, I'm not subject to your jurisdiction Well nigga What jurisdiction are you subject to then? See most niggas can't answer that 
What jurisdiction are you subject to? Well, I'm not in the court's jurisdiction. Come on, man. Now, I want you to understand that anytime we talk about an equitable relief, right, an equitable remedy, we could be talking about a multiple of things. Okay? But let me go into these types of trusts because this will help us to maybe get a better understanding here. Okay. Now, I told you last week that you have revocable living trusts, right? Or these intervival trusts. Then you have these grantors' trusts. Then you have irrevocable living trusts. You have a testamentary trust. You have a minor's trust. You have a beneficiary, uh, you know. You could call these beneficiary trusts. I really don't like calling them that. They're also known as spendthrift trusts. Okay? You have what they call blind trusts. Now, these blind trusts, a lot of times, people set up blind trusts for kids and shit like that, right? Which, which means that you don't have no access to the trust. Nigga. We just give you a little bit of benefit from it. <clears throat> you can almost say that your 14th Amendment citizenship is a blind trust. And, and they said it. I really believe that it's a multiple of different types of trust. Okay. Then you have what we, what we call discretionary trust. Now, in discretionary trust, right, the beneficiaries and the assets are not fixed, but determined by criteria established in the trust instrument, right? So everything's discretionary. Okay. Then you have these third-party special needs trusts, right? So if you have a, you know, and most trusts are third-party trusts. Right? Then you have what they call first-party special needs trust. Okay. Then you have Medicaid trust, you have qualified income trust, you have uh, VA eligibility trust, you ha- you got your social security trust, you have spousal testamentary trust, you have pool trust, you have express trust, you have credit shelter trust, you have marital trust. Now, I know most of y'all say, well, what the hell is a marital trust? Marital trust creates a trust that benefits surviving spouses. This is why... You know, most niggas, when they die, if you had a substantial amount of money, your shit went to probate. Because you didn't already have it set up in probate, right? So in order for your family to get an equitable relief, they had to have a trust set up to go to probate. And when you don't set up the trust, they set one up for you. Okay? Then you got... Qualified skipping trust, which is a generation trust, right? This trust places assets in the trust designed to transfer them to a grantor's grandchildren, right? So you have all of these different types of trusts. You even have charitable trusts. Now, it's interesting, right? I was doing a little research. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that trust can receive gifts all day long. You have a car. You have a piece of property. You want to give over to your trust. It is a tax-free event to give over things to your trust equitably. Now, why am I talking about all of this, right? I'm talking about all of this because y'all need to get your hands on that webinar, number one, one and two. But also because most people believe that they're operating in trust when they have a 9-8 number. That's not going to give you any type of equitable jurisdiction just because you have a 9-8 number. You have to absolutely be in probate. 
in whatever state you're in. Okay? Absolutely, you must be. Now, this whole thing of unjust enrichment, right, I, I think it's a, it's a very interesting thing because in the systems derived excuse me, from the English common law, you have what they call quasi-contracts. Now, we all know about quasi-contracts, right? A quasi-contract or an implied contract is a fictional contract recognized by a court. The notion of quasi-contract can be traced to Roman law and it's still a concept used in modern legal systems. Now, in common law jurisdictions, the law of quasi-contract can be traced to the medieval form of action known as indebtedness assumption. So in essence, the plaintiff would recover a money sum from the defendant as if the defendant had promised to pay that. Okay? So these quasi-contracts, right, these implied contracts, the contracts that they put your ass in, from birth, you know, your birth certificate should be technically considered a quasi-contract. Now, generally speaking, y'all, the mere receipt of a benefit from another is unobjectable and does not attract legal consequences. But the exception is where such is unjust or unjustified. Now, stay with me here because we're still talking about unjust enrichment. So both civilian and common law legal systems have bodies of law providing remedies to reverse such enrichment. Why do you think you have the ability to rescind your signature on shit? It's a remedy for you being unjustly enriched, right? It's a remedy that you can go after yourself. Okay? So a conceptual split... One that's not necessarily um, coextensive with civilian and common law distinction is between systems based on unjust factors, approaching systems based on an absence of basis. So basically, these figures are doing shit based on a preponderance of evidence. You gotta have a preponderance of evidence when you go up in the courtroom. See, the remedy for unjust enrichment is restitution. So when niggas are talking about, man, I got to get to that birth certificate, man, I got to sue, man, I got to get to that money. What you're talking about is being uh, enriched or given restitution, right, for all of the shit that's happened to you. Do you know, this is interesting, right, do you know that being locked up even for one minute, even one minute, being locked up behind the bars is considered unjust enrichment. Because why? Your ass was locked up. And if you're in trust properly, you can then turn around and sue for restitution. You got, uh, it's $9,000 an hour. So let's just, let's just do a little math here, shall we? Let me pull up my calculator. I'm going to do a little math here. So... There's 60 minutes in an hour. 9,000 times 60 is $540,000 for one hour sitting in goddamn jail. Now, how many of y'all have sat in jail for more than an hour? Exactly. So, I want y'all to really think about this shit because most of y'all have injunctions and haven't thoroughly read your injunction. Your injunction tells them, hey, I got to lean on this now. 
I got a lien on my name. And my charge is $9,000 an hour and up. Now, most of y'all have that in your injunction. But at what point does it take full force and effect? What are the equitable factors? What are the equitable factors that allow for you to be able to go in and get remedy? Right? Now, you know, I mean, we, listen, we've been dealing with this this equitable thing for a minute, right? Equity, and I'll I'll pull this up because I think this is important. Hold on. Now, equity in finance, right? Equity is ownership, ownership of assets, right? That may have debts or liabilities attached to them. Equity is measured for accounting purposes by subtracting liabilities. In the value of an asset. Now, equity law, y'all, because equity, you know, those who want equity, you must give equity. Now, are you operating in equity? In common law countries, equity is based on a judiciary assessment of fairness. How fair is you being? Is what is often considered fair and right under get this natural law it is used when the laws themselves do not address the issue or an inadequate or are inadequate in some way so I want y'all to like really think about this right when you get pulled over by the police like you know you get stopped by the police right and you have an injunction in and they violate your injunction what was the equity given for you because I know a lot of y'all have, you know, some, you know, most of y'all have injunctions in. And when you've been pulled over, if your injunction didn't work, it made you ask some questions for yourself. Did I do it wrong? What did I do? Some of these people ignore your injunction. Now, I want you to see something here. It says that this book I've been studying out of, right? It's a very interesting book. It's called Remedies. It says that when injunctions are authorized, many courts hold that traditional equity requirements need not be met. The injured party, which is you or me, need only show a violation of statutory requirements. So in other words, these people violate your 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 right to travel, or they violate your right to an equitable remedy. You must find a court of chancery. Now, in jurisdictions following the English common law, equity is the body of law which was developed in the court of chancery, which is now administered concurrently with common law. So, chancery, uh, equity court, probate court. Um, Court of Common Pleas, uh, Court of Wills, all that shit's the same. Now, for much of the history, the English common law was principally developed and administered in the central royal courts. Equity was the name given to the law, which was administered in the Court of Chancery. So you had to go to equity court if you wanted, you know, if you wanted some real remedy. 
trust. Now, jurisdictions which have inherited the common law system differ in their current treatment of equity. Over the course of the 20th century, some common law systems begin to place less emphasis on the historical or institutional origin of substantive legal rules. So, the law relating to express, resulting, and constructing trust. Did I tell you? What are you setting up? An express trust. Now, you do realize a resulting trust, right? Those are created where property is not properly disposed of. It comes from the Latin word resultare, meaning to spring back, right? So essentially, a property concept, property that a man does not effectually dispose of remains his own. These trusts come in two forms, automatic resulting trust, which is your 14th Amendment, okay, which arise from a gap in the equitable title of property, okay, and the equitable maxim, which says the equity abhors a vacuum, okay. Now, it is against principle for a piece of property to have no owner. So I want y'all to understand that most of y'all, if you haven't done a non-UCC, if you haven't done your nationality, if you haven't done a trust, you are in a resulting trust which is an automatic trust that your ass is placed in because you didn't have your own trust. You didn't have your own equitable remedy. See, they occur in one of four situations. You ready? Here we go. Where there is no declaration of trust, where an an express trust fails, where there is surplus property, or upon the dissolution of of an unincorporated association. Rules differ depending on the situation and the type of original trust under dispute. Failed charitable trusts, for example, have the property reapplied in a different way from other forms of trust. Now, where property passes between individuals, English law presumes that the relationship between them makes it an outright gift and thus not subject to a resulting trust in the event of failure. Why do you think I told y'all earlier that when you move shit to trust, and if you don't believe me, go ask Jonah. When you move shit to trust, nigga, it is a non-taxable event. I found it last night in my code. It's a non-taxable event. How many of y'all paying taxes right now on shit? Niggas trying to figure out how to get taxes in. So when you move property from one person to another, whether it's uh, a flesh and blood person or a natural person, right, or a corporation, when you move it, it's considered a gift. Now, resulting trust arise out of gifts as well. So I want y'all to really ask yourself a question. If the United States is using your credit, as we know, to operate and do commerce, and you've never effectively moved over your own property, couldn't it be said that you're giving them a gift? You're giving them a resulting trust, a reason to operate a resulting trust. You're giving them a reason tax your ass. You also and you know when you do taxes that is what's known as a bequest. 
So taxes are a bequest. So when you give taxes out, when you pay taxes, you are also giving out a gift. Now, now I want y'all to take a look at this law, right? Because rules differ for transfers of gifts of personal property and land, while personal property is assumed by default to create a resulting trust. Section 60-3 uh, of the Law of Property Act, 1925. So I want y'all to look that up again. Section 60-3 the Law of Property Act, 1925. And this prevents the creation of automatic resulting trust, but it does not comment on presumed resulting trust, and while later law has seemingly permitted such trust, there is some disagreement. Now check this, right? Resulting trust, because of this Property Act 1925 law that they passed, y'all can go get you a congressional record of that, or you can go to Make More Commerce, you can copy a congressional record for this particular law. But this particular law can be used in equity. Why? Because a resulting trust, which is what they have your straw man under, is presumed to be in that trust. Nigga, that's a presumption and assumption at law. So you can presume and assume all you want, but if it's not factual, then it's not factual, is it? Alright, so... Without going in too much, this is Open Form Friday. Just wanted to drop this on y'all because this is really important shit. We're going into a whole nother realm here. We're talking about tort law, your remedy, equity, tort feeser. I'm pretty sure Jonah's going to go into some more equity shit in the next couple of weeks. But I mean, this is this is where we at with this. Now, if you're if you're a newbie and you just started on this information, then you need to take your time. Take your time and do it right. Alright? With that being said, it's open form Friday, man. Let's go to the car lines, see what's happening out there. I wanna know, have you done your trust check? Where are you? Call in. Press press the number one. If you're in the chat, call in 347-989-0194. All right, trust webinar will be available this upcoming weekend. You can go to donabay.com. You can also go to makemorecommerce.com. All right, we'll have them available for y'all. All right, we got some upcoming webinars, excuse me, seminars coming up. Uh, we'll be in New York, and we're also going to be in Baltimore and Philly. I'll have those dates for y'all soon, all right? So let's go to the call lines. Let's go to 602-396. What up? Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Peace to the God. All right, I got my Bluetooth in. Welcome, 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 man. Yeah, how you doing? I'm good, bro. How you? I'm wonderful, magnificent, and great, man. You already know. That's right. Happy that large sums of money is coming to me. Large sums of money coming. Yeah. Ace (laughs) Daphne. Ace Daphne, easily. You know. Yes, sir. Hey, but uh, you know the 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 plane that you played in the beginning. Uh, you played it a couple of shows ago uh, about the, the dude talking about um, messing with the magic and stuff, you know, uh, writing oh, on yeah, the paper. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, the day I heard it, I ordered me, wifey, and my daughter some Buckeye. I got mine in my sock right now while I'm working out, wrapped with the dollar in the bag, about. you know what I mean? That's what I'm talking so, about. And we, 
Manifesting and you know, money. man. More money, more money. More yeah. money, more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, manifest so, that money, yeah, bro, straight up. Yep. It's been managing my affairs, man, way, way better since I've been tuning in. Uh, got my state going, got my dealers going, got all the bills in the state name. So, you know, just building that credit. That's right. Ready to, That's right. ready now, to show now, some proof. How's your food. trust coming? It's, I, I got all my documents ready, man. I'm just lining up my laws with, with the laws y'all read and making sure we the same. I know out here they, they adopted them in uh, 2009, so it's the uniform mm-hmm. uh, trust codes that we got the Arizona trust codes out here. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, the funny thing is, is that most of these trust codes pretty much read the same. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm pretty seeing. Pretty much but, read you know, the same. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying they pretty much read the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. But I just want to read it myself so I can say that and not just be repeating what y'all say. You know what I mean? Absolutely. 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 Study and show thyself approved. Yes, sir. But, man, yeah, what you were touching on right now would just clarify it even more. Uh, everything you got to operate is uh, basically moving through equity. You know what I'm saying? It's everything's moving through equity, dog. Everything is. And the fun, the funny thing yeah, is, is that if you, if a, if a cop beats your ass, you're supposed to take him to equity court. If you get arrested, you sit in jail, and you got your own contract, which is your covenant, which is your trust. You're supposed to be suing them people for how long you sat in jail. And the law says you can go back and be retrospective, retroactive, oh, whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. So that's, that's nice. I don't know about yo. you, dog. So basically, I don't know about you, dog, but I plan on going back and suing for some shit. Man, you, I didn't gave these people 10 years of my life, man. I'm going to need something. Oh, back, shit. Yeah. Listen, I gave the system 10 years. Yeah, listen, I, I, I'm I'm well aware. You need some reciprocity. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to need, you know, just give me what you're going to give me in my hand, you know? <laughs> but yeah, basically, <laughs> that, man, that what y'all been call unjust enrichment. That's true unjust enrichment there. Locking your ass up for ten years. Now let me ask you a question. How many how many days is it in the year, my nigga? Three hundred and sixty? Three hundred and sixty five? Three sixty five. There's twenty four twenty four hours. There's twenty four hours in a day. You multiply that shit by your fee, which is nine thousand dollars an hour. Well there you go. Nigga nine thousand times twenty four times three sixty five. Matter of oh, fact, boy. I'm gonna do the number for you. Nine thousand times twenty-four <laughs> times three sixty-five is seventy-eight million eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. That's for one year in jail. Oh man, that's one oh, year yeah. in jail. Under 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 your if your trust specifies how much it is to hold that property, that's one year in jail. Seventy-eight million dollars, nigga. So what we've been going back to basically enrichment. Unjust enrichment, which is basically fraud. It can be fraud. Yes, be. it can be. It, it can be fraud. It can be identity theft. Uh, nigga, this is trust property. Y'all was holding on to trust property. I need y'all to pay out. Facts. So basically what we've been talking about. First and time. First and time. 
Uh, so what y'all been teaching us basically is how to have clean hands. And good faith. You got to have clean hands and in all your dealings. Yeah. Yeah, who, who, he who wants equity must have clean hands. Yes, exactly. You must give equity. And, and this is why I wish that people do your administrative processes and shit like that. Because they look at all of that. They want to know, nigga, did you give them equity too? Yeah. And I see that too. It's very, it's very crucial, man. This shit's so crucial, man. Because what, what we're really getting down to here is everybody's ability to be able to go infatuate their own commerce. To create their own commerce? Yeah. Or, or, or in another way, or in another way, putting it, it's to to really not create their own will, to to determine their own will. Because well, the commerce is really just what you're willing. It's your will, or what you're yes, willing to yourself. Yes, it is. It's a determinant factor. So the question arises, nigga, how you gonna get your remedy? See what I'm saying? I really want y'all to check out this book, man. It's called Remedies. Very good book. And it's gonna and, and, and you know, it's a it's a law summary book. Right? I, I got a lot of I got a lot of law summary books. This book's called Remedies and it goes into this type of shit. Equitable remedy, bro, is something that everybody is entitled to. I don't care who you are, what you look like. Back. Now, since it's over for Friday, um, I want to tie one thing into this, if you could. For uh, I don't know if anybody else got this question. Now, where does the Moorish, where does our Moorish nationality uh, fall into place with this? That's a good question. So understand this, right? As a Moor, you're supposed to be under your own covenant anyway. You're supposed to be under your own trust. You cannot claim to be under trust as a Moor, right? And, and be and be under your ancestors' covenant and the covenant of your own God, right? If you don't have your own trust for that. Other than that, you're operating under their trust. Uh, in God we trust. Your okay, so basically ties into this trust. Yeah, so that's what it, that's the only way we can actually um, be a, a, a more forget the recognition, just being a more basically in your own uh, express trust, in your own express uh, way. That, that makes you a real national. Well, th- that makes you a real national once you move all your property over, because you effectively moved over to a different jurisdiction. And the only jurisdiction who can hear matters on the jurisdiction that you're in is the equitable jurisdiction. This is why equity is so important, dog. All of this shit ties in with each other. You know, here's the other thing. Once you have all of this done, you can then go to the probate court and petition. Same thing that we did with the birth certificate. You make a petition in probate, though. To then correct the birth certificate because it's property in the trust now. Okay. All it's right. Now, now from tr- listening it's to what the they talk- call trust res. Yeah. 
Now, somebody, I know somebody's going to ask. Now, hold on. I want to cut you off because I, I know somebody's going to ask. Yes. But let me give the definition of trust res, okay? It's when a trustee takes legal title to the trust res, which means that the trustee's interest in the property appears to be one of the complete ownership and possession. But the trustee does not have the right to receive any benefits from the property. So you you know what this is called when all the property has been transferred, right? And it's, it's held by one one particular entity. It's called a fee-simple relationship. Nigga, they operate in fee-simple. So should you. Okay. So my relationship to this all my property simple. with the... So the relationship with all the property containing to the trust is fee simple. Fee simple ownership. The highest form of ownership. It's an absolute let me let me, let me read it to you. Here it is. Fee simple is absolute in a state and land. A form of freehold ownership. It is a way that real estate and land may be owned in common law countries and is the highest possible ownership interest that can be held in real property. So, nigga, when you do trust, you have a fee simple relationship that that starts. And fee simple is moved That's why by this shit's so crucial. Exactly. Now, when you give shit, there's no tax there. Now, because you I ain't gonna spill the beans. Simple. Of course, now, I ain't gonna spill the beans. Okay, but but, but I, I know because I know Jonah. Is gonna to want to bring that out and teach that, but I'm 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 giving you the hints here on on how to take your shit and effectively move it over your cars and all of that. So even the car trust webinar, if if y'all have y'all y'all trust set up right, and 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 you go down to DMV and you register your car and do your trust and all of that shit. If your trust is not registered with the state with the state, you you don't quite yet have a fee simple relationship. Because your trust needs to be registered with the state, and all your shit needs to be gifted over to your trust. Facts, and I had that problem right now because I uh, I have my car, my truck that I own, registered into my trust. But when I went mm-hmm. down there to sell them, like you know, this is registered with trust. They were asking me for paperwork. I'm like, here go the trust, <laughs> here it go. But she was like, no, nah, this ain't it. You don't still have to pay. So I basically still have to pay for my. Tax, my tags and all of that registration and everything like that. Right, because you got to take that title for that car and you got to gift it over to the trust. There has to be some consideration. Gift this shit over to the trust and then go back down to the DMV and show where everything's being gifted over. Now, I guarantee you there are forms in the state that you can fill out as well for gifting personal property. Yeah, I think it's. I think when you have the the, the um, I think when you have the estate or when you have the um, trust registered, that's what they were looking for. I didn't have. No, I don't that's have exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. That's so exactly when they would have got that, then they would have went and said, "Okay, now you don't have to pay uh, taxes and the registration fee." Yeah. Yeah. Now get this. I want you to. I want you to really get this here because. You, you're absolutely right. That's how it works. It also works like that for niggas who don't have trust, who give shit over to... You You can have a business and give shit over to your business. And it still works the same way. There's no gift tax. 
How will you gift any of those? Shout out to Jonah too for finding that little jewel. What'd you say? How uh, how are you gifting it over on the non-UCC? You can do it on the non-UCC. The transfer of title can be considered a gift with an affidavit behind it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because we didn't say how it was. Um, when we switched the title over, <laughs> we didn't. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to put on there, I purchased it for one silver dollar. You know what I'm saying? Well, if if that's what you choose to do. Remember, as long as you give consideration, you can give a gift. The the one, I should say this. The one who's receiving the gift should give consideration in exchange for the gift. You follow me? Oh, okay. So, whoever I'm receiving it from, or whoever the trust is receiving it from, yeah, um, should receive some. Should receive some type if I, of If I give you a gift, bro, if if if, if, I, if I say if I say this is Johnson, I'm gonna give you, uh, I'm gonna give you a, a new car, and I gift it to you, then I gifted it to you. But you also can turn around and give you consideration if you choose to for, for the gift. It's a tribute. Yeah. See, see, you know what the problem is, bro, is that we've gotten so far away from our ancestral customs. Niggas don't even know how to give gifts no more properly. They trying to teach you how to give a gift. <laughs> they really are. They're trying to teach you the proper way. Because remember, man, most of the shit's done in the county. Now, ancestors ran the county. So, most of these most of these rules of how to give shit, these are old rules. These rules are based on your ancestors' customs. Giving gifts. Right. And it was basically, yeah. uh, seems like it's kind of out of respect, so to say, I won't put a price on something, but you know, uh, just out of respect, you know, what it's worth. There you go. It is out of respect. Well, yeah, dealing, exactly. Yeah, it is out of respect. A, yeah. When you're dealing with a noble man, you, you know, you understand the value of something. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at it like that. I look at it like that. If, listen, if a nigga comes and does and, and, and cuts your grass for free, you still feel the need to tip him, don't you? Yep. Yep. I do that right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Yep. That's consideration. I mean, I, I do that. Like, I, like, we all do that now. You go to a restaurant, you know damn well that waitress is getting paid $2 an hour. So you don't have to give her shit. But be, because she serviced you, nigga, you give her consideration, which is a tip. Back. Yeah, man. Hey, God, I appreciate you calling. You bring up some excellent points. I'm going to keep you moving. Yep, I appreciate you giving your time, man. I appreciate you giving your absolutely. time, getting on the line for us. Absolutely. All right, I'll have the next call. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, yep, you already know. All right, peace, All right man, I'll let the next caller get in there. Okay, peace, 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 peace to God. All right. 
right, let's go to 419-973. And open for Fridays is on the break. Peace to the God. Hey, peace to the God. What up, man? What's up, Joey? What up, what up, what up? Peace to the God. Hey, I'm man, I'm happy and grateful that that lost some of the money is flowing to me ASAP and easy, hey. man. Easily, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And I'm feeling wonderful, too, magnificent, and great, man. You know what I'm saying? Just listen, man. It's a lot of good information, man. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I'm just trying. To, I'm at another job much. piece right now, trying to trying to uh, soak up this shit, man. But some of this stuff. One second, man. This gonna be one of the ones you gotta go back and listen to. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Boss is on his ass. I hear that. Get back to work, man. My bad, my bad, Joey. Yo, my, that's my boss right there. Fuck, man. I'm trying to sneak away. I told away. you that was the boss. Yeah. Boss is on his ass. Yeah. Said, nigga, what yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a phone in your hand? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yo, man. Yo, that's your shit. Nigga, I see you. I see you in the cameras, nigga. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, though, good, man. Though. I'm chilling. I'm just listening in, man. But uh, you, you said some some deep shit today about the trust, man. And that, um, what you were saying, man, these people mess my fucking mind up just now, man. Oh, shit. Man, you Illinois, right? Hmm? Are you in Illinois? No, no, I'm in, um, I'm in PA, man. I'm in PA. PA, I thought so. Yeah, you're a PA. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, straight from I, Penn I, State, I, I thought man. you was, I, I couldn't remember. So, so, so what's good? You got your trust set up? Nah, man, that's the thing. I'm calling. I'm, I'm gonna. I was gonna ask what, what's it because I'm. I've been away for like about like ten months, man. So I just now, you know what I'm saying, getting up into this thing about a month and a half ago. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, what's because Jonah. I heard Jonah Bay's show on Wednesday, and he was asking me. I mean, he was saying basically that um, it's like if it's nine steps or whatever, you can't skip no steps and shit like that. You gotta go. You know, say you gotta go through through all the steps. You can't jump from step three to step six and shit. So I just want to know, like, what's what's the first three steps, man? Because I want to, I want to get my, I was trying to work on getting some money up first, man, to do all this shit, man. But I That's think I, I want to start. What, what's the first thing I need to do? You know what I'm saying? I got a few things already ready. Well, I got my nine eight number. I got my eighty two eighty eight thirty two connected with my estate and all. I got, I did, I did a few things, but you know good. what I'm saying? I, 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 I well, ain't do the nine. You know the funny thing, fam. Yeah, well, there's so much shit that you can start with, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people, you know, there's some basic shit that you got to do. Obviously, authenticating the birth certificate, you know. I you did that. I did that. I did that. Okay, good. Um, you know, your, your UCC, your non-UCC. Uh, I ain't do that you yet. Know, the, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, man, the non-UCC is really important. Um, if you haven't worked on your nationality, you can work on that. I mean, there's, you know, I always tell you like this. You need to decide where you're at in your life because everybody's at a different stage. Some niggas don't give a damn about their nationality. Some niggas find it to be the most important thing on the planet. So for me, I believe that once you once you go in the trust, bro, everything else becomes pretty clear to, to like, at least for me it did. You know, it becomes pretty clear. So, I mean... You know, if you're looking for for where to start, you've already started. That's that's the beauty of it. You've already started. So now you got to actually go into things that you haven't done. If you haven't started working on a, on a nine UCC, bro, that would be my that would be my next thing. Start working on your trust. Get your trust adventure done. See what I'm saying? Uh oh, he dropped. <laughs> 
right, so if he drop, we're gonna move on. But yeah, y'all understand, man. There's, there's a process of elimination. I bet you his, his, his boss probably come back up in that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Eight one three four three one. What up? Peace to the gods, Joey. How you doing, bro? Peace to the gods, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, man. I, I got some retroactive. I need to go get two, man. Shit, I don't know. I've been detained illegally, illegally, man. So you say we can retroact. That's retro. First, let me say this: they probably gonna kill a lot of us who come after that, cause cause your brother oh, just was on there. They, they they owe him six to eight million a year. Boy, I don't think they trying to give all that to everybody, man. Did you, did you, did you see that? Seventy-eight. Yeah. Hold on, let me put let me put the number up again. Seventy-eight million eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. This Time that's 10. for one year being Time. locked up. Oh, yeah. exactly. Times 10. They're going to kill a lot. Man, they're going to kill a lot of us, man. We go after that money, man. <laughs> That's why <laughs> niggas got to do this collectively. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you, boy, you better disappear once you get that money, man. Nigga, you better. You, you better go sit your ass down somewhere. Somewhere, man. Somewhere. Far away, boy. And stop eating out. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, hey, we're getting closer and closer, though, man, to where people are going to start effectuating this shit and trying this shit soon. But you better damn sure yeah. make sure that your shit's all the way correct and you know all of the laws. Because they will kick your ass the fuck out of the court. Yeah, that. And they, if your ass right, you better have a set up a truck where they can't get to it when they knock your ass off. You just stay in the town. Yeah. That's right. So, boy, That's right. You better. Hey, boy, this shit is crazy. So here we go. My, the non-UCC should be number one first thing, pretty much, in my situation. Like you said, every person is different. My situation is, I mean, to me it sounds like that should be my number one. I, mean, I got my birth certificate and 9A and everything, all that other stuff. But I should let everything else go and just get that non-UCC done because it seems like once I get that done and I register my trust, Everything else should just start disappearing. The minimal contacts and shit. Stuff starts falling in place. Exactly. Even the nationality part really becomes a little easier to to maneuver at that point in time. It's like with the passport. If you've done the passport, the passport now needs to be put um, as collateral. You put it down as collateral, and then you turn around and you file that shit to your trust. You put it as collateral Hmm. on the UCC though. But see, when he did the webinar Sunday, he showed the Sunday he showed so much shit in, in the new non-UCC. I'm I'm fucked up. I'm kind of fucked up. I'm, hey, you know, so much shit. Then he had his his wife as the as the secure party. Was it secure party or something? His wife was on there. See, I don't have no chick no more. So I'm kind of finding out my trust even secure party and all this. So when I see the new webinar, well, it was kind of your trust is the secure party. Okay. I see his wife on his, his though. Well, his wife is Donna's wife is his trustee. Okay. So do do I need right. to get a trustee to do my non UCC, or could I just still do it the same way? No, you, you need a trustee. You need a trustee to be on your trust. Yeah, I mean, I could get a trustee to be on my trust. I was just kind of confused when he showed the new the new one on the new one the other day. It was it fucked that me was up. That was the UCC like that a, he showed you though. Okay, that, that was, was UCC. One okay. filing statement that he showed you. The secure party on okay. there, right? For that particular filing statement was the trust. 
Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Okay, I, okay. So that will come later after yeah. I register my trust. Okay, all right. Okay, that's okay. right. Yeah, I'm just confused. I was just a little confused when I seen that that day. That's okay. I when you get the webinar, I know you're going to watch it again. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Facts, man. Yeah, man, Joe, I ain't got much, man. I, <laughs> I ain't got much. I, I, need, I just need your help, man, whenever you get some time, though, man. I need yeah, some yeah, you know what, man? Yeah, and, and, and I'll actually, my, my schedule freed up yesterday, man, because, you know, I had a death in my family, so I actually been dealing with that. Um, But my schedule Sorry, opened it back up. So to you and anybody, no, I appreciate it, bro. That's part of life. But anybody else who, uh, who, who had a console with me, uh, I'm going to make sure I get with everybody between today and this weekend, trying to make sure I call everybody. So um, just, I, I, just look out for I, my call. I appreciate it, man. I know you be busy and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't know you had a job, man. That, that come first, definitely. Yeah, man. So, my auntie man. passed away, man. So, it, it, you know, yeah. one of them things. But it's all good, man. Yeah, you ain't got to struggle with this good. shit no more, man. Going back home, hey, man. Oh, nigga, 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 the goddamn preacher, nigga, he said the funeral, nigga said, I went to Miami Subs, he said, and they was closed, (laughs) he said, but they was open up. He went to where? This nigga said, this nigga, listen, the preacher was telling a story, right, at the funeral. (laughs) Motherfucker says, he says, I always go to my favorite place in Miami, right, it's the preacher. Motherfucker says, he said, he said, I went to my favorite place, Miami Sub, I always go to. He said, in the door, I went to open the door, and the door was locked. He said, and there was a sign in the door that said, close downstairs, but open upstairs for business. <laughs> I what said, these niggas here, boy. What was he? <laughs> I, said, I said, nigga, did you compare my auntie nigga to a sandwich shop, nigga? <laughs> Damn, man. Damn, that's how you speak. Oh, uh, man. What city are you? What's the difference, oh, man? Oh man, listen, uh, listen, man, listen. These, I, I don't even like going into the church out of respect, you know. I, I will, but you know, I said, man, listen, man, listen. We we really got to wake up. Yeah, that's the that's Super Bowl, man. As an analogy. For real, man. What the, I mean, damn, preacher, how you gonna act? That's all right, damn. What, is, what kind of preacher? Oh, uh, man. man. Then he, hey, man, then he looks over at, hey, man, then he looks over at the organ. He looks over at the nigga playing the organ. He said, he said, he said, brother, that's so cute. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> young dude is talking. Young dude. Uh, no, no, no. This was all, this one of my old pastors, man. This one oh, of my old, old say, <laughs> Wow, man. <laughs> Listen, man, I've been off the map, man, for about a week, man, with with that, man. But I'm 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 back on the grid. So when you when you uh when you see my call come in today, man, you know what it is. All right, George, man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Peace to the God, man. No doubt. I love this shit, man. Without y'all, man, my life would be in shambles, man. Y'all changed my life, hey, y'all man. I appreciate best, that, bro. Straight Thank like you. that. Thank you. I can't, I can't give y'all enough money, enough thanks, or enough homage, man, to, to appreciate what y'all did for me, man, for me and my family. Thank you so much, man. No, that's real. I, I, Jeez, I appreciate that, bro. That's honest, bro. Thank you, bro. Remember, bro, close okay. down here, but open upstairs for business. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Peace, Peace God. Peace, God. <laughs> Peace, bro. 
Oh, man. All right, we're going to go to another call. Let's go to uh, 484-995. It's an open point Friday. We're on the play. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. What's up, brother? How are you, Joey? Uh, wonderful, magnificent, and great. And so am I. Wonderful, magnificent, and great, brother. Large sums of money come to me easily and fast. Exactly. That's right. Hey, hey. With peace and security. Whatever you want to use, as long as they come in quick, right? That's that's all that matters, right? No doubt about it. So what's good? Nothing much, man. Just listening to what you're dropping and about the torque and all that, man. And uh, the only question I really have, man. So does uh, the 1866 Civil Rights Act play a part then? Well, damn right it does. Yeah, I, I would say that claim, it still right? does. But see, here, here's, yes, it is. Now, here's the other thing. The treaties apply then, too. Okay. Yeah, the treaties apply, too. The Peace and Friendship Treaty, correct? Yeah, exactly. The Peace and Friendship Treaty. Matter of fact, it's even in our declaration. Yup, 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 it is. Yeah, man. I'm super excited you know, with this and information, I say, man. I, and I say, if you know more, you know more treaties, feel free to extend on it. I'm going, I'm going to extend my declaration and do, and, and do an amendment to it and add more treaties. You know, dope. Just get yourself yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. Maximum protection. You know. That's right. That's exactly right. You know that. That's why when the brother asked me. Um, you know, how does nationality play into the trust thing? Well, my nigga, you you able to use your trees now. Yeah. Nationality is everything. And like you said, that that's the real nationality. So now the real if nationality. we were to go if we were to go back into the courtroom and they deny us, that's where we're setting up the tort claim now, because now we're not only with the tort claim with the, the UCC files and everything all set up, you know? Exactly. That's right. See, see, a tort, see, the whole thing about torts, man, when we're dealing with torts, is just all types of torts, bro. There's so many types of torts. So, so, I mean, the ability to go in and even effectuate a tort claim, that's powerful. Hell, yeah. Especially the way we're going to be coming in, so they, they got to act Correct with us, you know what I mean, in accordance with the laws. Because like That's you right, said, exactly. they act out of pocket, then they're in trouble. They're on on the hook for that nine thousand dollars an hour. Man, they call it intent. Excuse me. Intent. Yeah, it's called yeah. intent. Copy. Let me read something to you. This comes out of a, a tort book, right? And it goes into intentional interference, and it says that while while torts require intent, the prevailing tort definition does not require intent to harm. It is only necessary that the defendant intend to cause either harmful or offensive contact. You see that? Yeah. Harmful or offensive contact, bro. That's all you really need. And they're doing that to us all the time. Come on, bro. Now, let me read something else to you. It says, unlike in criminal law, 
Neither insanity nor infancy are defenses for intentional torts. However, intent is subjective and requires that the defendant actually desire or be substantially certain the elements of the tort will occur. So from a moral perspective, it would appear questionable to impose liability on individuals too immature or mentally impaired to know right from wrong. On the other hand, the law of torts is not criminal law and does not condemn but only shifts the economic burden of loss. You see? Yeah. So what are we talking about, bro? Even in infancy, which is a minor, right? Not not fully understanding what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Right? There can be a tort. Right? Now they're not that that this is the reason why nigga you know, obviously they can run a resulting trust, right, under your name, right, and be the fiduciaries and shit of your, of your trust without any mm-hmm. any burden on them. Until you show that there was a burden of loss through an economic shift. Y'all took my shit. Y'all, y'all basically put my shit in a constructive trust because I didn't claim it, but I was injured. There was intent. Mm-hmm. That's all there has to be. They never gave you full disclosure. Exactly. You never got full disclosure. Go. Yeah, man. This this is this is one of them subjects where I think we'll spend probably quite a while going into torts and, and more remedies and shit, man. Because now the doors is more open, more open, man. Once you understand, you know, trust a little bit more. So what are we doing? Yeah, with? yeah. And would you get that quote from that passage? Would you read that out of if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, this is this is a book I have called Understanding Torts. Okay. Understanding Check Torts. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. They All got right. different editions. And, uh, and the other one was Remedies, right? Mm-hmm. So. Just, those just two I'm going to give y'all. I got about ten of them. But those, those are the two I'll share with y'all right now. One's called Remedies. The other one's called Understanding Torts. Hey, at least something, something. Well, I got something to read, man, and, and look up and, and, and dig into, man. Appreciate that, man. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That's what that's what it is. I mean, we got to share the information with each other. You know, this shit is. You know, listen, it's a build on, right? We we we, mm-hmm. we create the spark, and then we keep throwing shit in the fire to get it as big as we can. Now we got a big ass bonfire, and everybody's warm. Absolutely, bro. I'm, I'm down with that. Everybody's warm. If you ever been to a bonfire, bonfire, everybody goes and looks for wood. Hell yeah. And, and contribute, contributes to the fire. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So, yeah, man. That's where we at, dog. But check check those reads out, bro. Very good reads. And uh, I definitely am. help you get a better grasp on what we're dealing with. Definitely am Joey, cause like I said, man, I got my I got my non UCC done. I'm just I thought I'm getting ready to do this, and uh, and uh, very excited about it. You know, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been working for. You know, and prepping for. You know, I've been with Absolutely, you guys yes, since uh, 2014. You know, this is now Shimon, so oh, you've I've been, been around a long time, huh? Yeah, man, <laughs> and this is a promise. This is, is it was all well worth it. Like I come too far to go back. You know what I mean? I, I I've done everything, and I'm just never gonna go back. You know? Man, listen, bro. I said the same shit. 
I'm like, listen, I, I couldn't imagine. As, as much as I loved working with the kids, I can't imagine going back and, and working a job, you know what I'm saying, and, and not working for myself and building something for my family. Like, like, come on, man. that That's what we're talking about here. Everybody, when you leave a trust behind, you leave a legacy. Then it's about what you what, what kind of legacy are you leaving with that trust. Yeah. And that's how your name lives on forever. You know what I mean? Straight like that, bro. You ain't never lied. Time, time memorial, as, as they call it. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, I appreciate everything that you guys brought out, you know, like I always do, and man. I'm going to just cut. Oh, I ain't got much more to say, you know, man. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you calling, bro. Thank you. I mean, let somebody else get in, and you have a great weekend, Joey. Or start sums of money comes to us fastly and easily. Yeah, man. Increase the security. That's all I want, bro. I am so happy and grateful. (laughs) Peace to the God, bro. We out. Peace, God. Peace. All right. What's up? 337-936. What up? Peace to the God. What's happening, Joey? Here we go. Peace to the God. Welcome to the show. It's going down. Say that again. Can you hear, you hear me? me? Cutting in and out. There we go. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Peace to the God. All right. Peace to God. What's down, man? Man, it's all good. What's the word? You got your trust set up? Nah, I'm all... I haven't really got to that part yet. I'm still for um, about to start doing my 8 32. Ain't nothing so, wrong with that. Sure. You got you, you got to you got to start with where you at. So if it's 88 32, right. and that's where you at. Shit on. Question about the 88 32. When um I did my okay. estate number, I did it in 2018. Do I use the date from when I did my estate number, or just do the date whenever um, I do my 88 32? Wait, ask me that again. I'm not sure your your question was clear. All right. When I did my estate number, I did it back in 2018. All right. When I do the 8832, do I use the date that I did my estate number or just do the current date when I do my 8832? If I remember correctly, I think it uh, it, it may ask you the date that the entity was acquired. Um, so, so then, so then you could you could go back and put the old date. But if you do that, that's called a late entity uh, selection qualification, I believe is what it's called. So you'd have to go back and do the late entity selection joint, or do a new one to see what they say. But I mean, you, I will go back and use the, the date when you first got the number. All right. Can't say today because you didn't get the number today. Yeah. The transfer is being made. See. That's cool. That's um, all right. Um, as far as like the authentication of the birth certificate, I know I got the uh, affidavit ownership from your last week. That goes with that too, right? Yeah. So what you do with that is you get your joint authenticated, and then you take that affidavit and go get it notarized. And then mm-hmm. once you hit, once you got everything back from the state department, from the Department of State with the birth certificate. Then you turn around and you put your affidavit on top. All right. I tried to get that notified then. But, um, yep, exactly. That's all I had then, man. 
Okay, God. Appreciate you calling. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. All right, let's go to 419 973. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Hey, hey, I was just on the phone. This is Dre, man. I just got disconnected when I was talking to you asking about the steps and shit. Yeah, you did get disconnected. Uh, man, we thought yeah. your uh, we thought your boss came in there and shut you down. <laughs> yeah, man. No, no, no. It ain't even happened like that, boy. Yeah. So you you were talking and um, I forgot what what you said. You said you start from where I was, where I left off at. Man, I used, man, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. were asking where you start off at. Yeah. Well, you I mean, off listen, at. Well, like, what's the first kinda... three? Well, I mean, listen, obviously the birth certificate's important. You know, your, your non-UCC is important. Um, and that's why I say your trust, you know. And, okay, and, cool, and, cool. and if not in that order, maybe you start with nationality. Then you, you know, it, it, like I said, you have to really determine where you're at. You know, like if somebody comes to me and says, I don't have nothing done at all. And I'm going to uh-huh. say, all right, let's start with the birth certificate. Let's do some nationality stuff. Let's work on your trust. Okay, you know, okay, if somebody okay. comes to me, somebody comes to me and says, "Man, I'm trying to get my money up." I'm gonna say, "Okay, yeah, well, let's work on." Yeah, I'm gonna say, "Well, listen, let's work on creating the business then." But you need to trust. You see, you still gotta need to trust. So I think trust is always trust. gonna be in, in that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because even like I, I got a friend of mine, right, um, mm-hmm. in the music industry, and he, he needed to move some stuff over for his royalties. Um, for his, because he wants to receive his own royalties and not the label. So mm-hmm. I, I told him, I was like, all right, we got to set you up a trust, and then we need to put your label and 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 your uh your production company and your publishing company, all that needs to go up underneath what your trust. So even trust. for niggas who ain't in this information, we still said no trust. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I definitely want to get that you know, money up. Please, we only got the people we dealing with. That play professional sports, same shit. Mhm. Okay, okay. So now, now with that credit, now I was speaking to Jonah about it the other day. Um, cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that corporate credit popping, man. You know, I, I try to do do it the other way. You know, I don't want to mention the name of the, the forbidden guy or whatever, but yeah, shit ain't really work <laughs> out for me. I tried it. You know, what I'm saying it's been two years now, and I don't know if I, I if I did something wrong. I'm not sure. So I want, I want to try that 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 corporate way that the, the way that Jonah said about the um you know Dun Dun and Brad and all that shit and you know well then, this is what you need to do then this this what you should do then go to my website and mm-hmm. get the business credit webinar that I taught on business mm-hmm. credit that, that webinar is gonna show yeah the business credit webinar it'll show you how to get the Dun's number it'll show you how to set up the business it'll, it'll show you how to build the credit on the business. And you can get your business credit popping in 30 days. So let, actually, you listen with the methods I taught in there. You can go today and start business credit today, today, today. Get out of here! Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's that's. Yes, vendors will extend you credit today if you know what you're doing. Very easy. It's not hard to get credit as a business. That's the easiest type of credit to get. Okay, see, I don't know, man. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning, man. I'm, I'm grateful for you guys, man. You, you, yo, know, man. It's like. Yeah, y'all, y'all teach different, man. For real, for real. I, I've been, I've been all over the place, man. I've been many in many different avenues. I was into that, that, that sovereignty bullshit. I was into all types of shit, man. And yo, man, yo, yo, we man. I haven't seen nobody. I haven't seen nobody like this. Like what y'all do, you and Jonah, man. For real, for real, man. For real. 
Nah, believe me. Y'all, 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 y'all use the law. Y'all use the law, man. Y'all use the truth, man. Like, for real, for real, man. So, well, well my nigga, check it out, bro. Black people, black people, melanated people, people in general resonate with the truth. We we yeah. resonate with real shit. Like yeah. like if somebody come to you and say some shit, you know in your heart of heart, like man, that don't sound right. Or exactly. you question it. Exactly. Exactly. Anything man. that I say up here on this fucking air, man, you can go back and and, and, and source my material. You go back shit. and source what we saying, you know? And and I take I take pride in that. So I appreciate you saying that because oh, that's, that's, that's real, man. That's we the we truth, take pride in that shit, man. <laughs> It's the truth, man. It's the truth, man. We the room McCoy. I call, I call, I call it like how that. it is, man. I call it how it is, brother, man. But yo, so so that when I go see a website, is that that business trip? Do they have anything to do with the estate number? Because Joe, that's that's an avenue that Jonah wanted me wanted to take me, or is it something? Well, totally different? well, here's, here's here's the thing. Let me be very specific with this, right? Because this is what a lot of people don't understand. The estate number is under your name. You you'll yeah. be able to build credit with the state number and get it just like you would with any other entity. And the state number has two sides to itself. If you go get a DUNS number within the state number, okay, you're then doing business um, like a sole proprietor in a sense. You understand? Under my so under they, my real under my legal Right, but that's the corporate side of that. Uh, of, so if you're doing business as the estate of uh, Jonah John Jack, right? That particular mm-hmm. estate, right, has a corporate credit side. That's why he tells you to go get a Dunn's number. Because a Dunn's number then gives you corporate credit for the estate of. So now the estate of has corporate credit. But then you have to remember that when you got that estate number, they also assigned you an EIN number. That's the personal side of that number. That number oh. operates in two ways. Now, if you have a business, right, because... The Jonah John Bay Estate is a business, but if you have, let's say, an LLC or a C Corp or S Corp or unincorporated association, or you got mm-hmm. um, any type of entity that does business in the public, it has what mm-hmm. an EIN number. And with the oh, EIN okay. number, you call up Dun and Bradstreet and you say, "Hey, I need a Dun's number." Same thing you do with the estate number, and they give you a number to use. So, okay. he told you right and correct. That's in the interest if you want to use your estate. Now, if you want to use a business, if you want to use, you know, if you want to create a business and, and, and call it uh, cars. I wouldn't even know what it's called. Cars and Associates. So, uh, I don't have no business yet. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't have a business yet. Well, if you don't like, have a business yet, then you are the business. I am that's the business. Okay. A, that's why he told you to go get a dozen number for your estate. Because you, you're, the, you're the first business out the gate. Everything else you created outside of yourself. Okay. 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 Definitely, man. I need, I need to get this this credit up, man. I need to get me to do some shit, man. I need to make some moves, man. I if you get, gotta hop on. Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this: when you get the Duns number, you gotta build it like you would build business credit. So whether you get a Duns number for your estate or you get the Duns number for for your uh for for your LLC. You still have to build the Duns up like like you would any type of credit. So that's why now, the I'm, webinar is very crucial because it's going to teach you how to build the credit. Oh, uh, the LLC. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, like, I didn't want to get – Um, so we, we do that? We do that here? We, we mess with LLCs and all that? Because I, I thought that listen, we don't – listen, 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 listen. Let's be very specific here. If you have a trust, 
Your trust can then go and do business with the public as any type of entity. Your trust can own the LLC. Okay. You don't have to be the okay. owner of the LLC. Okay, okay, okay. LLCs okay. have okay. six member owners. LLC can have a, a, a group of people owning it. It can have a trust hmm. owner. You do not nice. have to be the owner of an LLC. Nice, yeah, yeah. I was so, always yeah. trying to say who's the next. Cool, cool. Listen, listen I, I'm going to be very, very direct here. I have, I have about seven different types of businesses, mm-hmm. and I have LLC. Most people don't realize when you do business with me through Make More Commerce, Make More Commerce is, is an unincorporated association. We, we, we are here to uplift all the humanity, right? But yes. we're not receiving money in the public. So my, my, my label, my record label, which, which has a retail sales license, right, and a vendor's license, Receives all of the, the funding from the public, but they're both oh, owned by who? By the trust. Oh shit! Damn, I didn't even know you have a record label, man. You, you should sign me, then, bro. I yeah, I got it. Yeah, what kind bro, of artist you I've been in the music business for about fifteen years, bro. I'm just now, very I know, I, knew, I know. I have. I've heard you do like songs and shit, but I never knew like you have a record label. Record label shit. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I got a label and a studio. Mm-hmm. So how you how you find your artists though? Cause I, I make music myself. Like how you? You I mean, gotta find you artists doing? all over, man. Anyway, there's artists all over the place, man. This is in in this world today, man. Are you kidding me? Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube. There's you know there's, there's there's open mics. There's all types of places you find artists, and then you get their ass to put them under your trust too. Mhm. Oh, cool, man. Damn, damn, man. Huh? Like so what, what's your what's your email, man? Shout out to my man, man Rocky too. Say it again. No, what's your email or whatever? Are you send me the same number. Send it to your number. Yeah, there. send me something. Send me, send me. If you got music, send it to Make More Commerce at Gmail Make more commerce. G- uh, Gmail. Okay, cool, man. Thanks. I, I want to hold yep. the line up, though, man. I appreciate your time, brother. Thank you so much for everything, no man. No doubt. Keep on no doing doubt, what you're doing. Appreciate God. you. Peace to the God. Okay, God peace. Okay. Shout out to my nigga Rocky, man. He uh. He made this beat too, this one blood beat, man. He be on this information real tough too, my nigga from New York. Alright, five one seven four nine seven. What up? Peace to the gods. What's up, big bounce? Peace to the What's up, brother? Peace hey yo, uh, I'm wanna ask you a question, man. Good to hear from you, man. Doing wonderful man, this is great. Likewise. Hey, the question about um the trust, right? This got my nine eight, right? So yesterday. So you're talking about taking the property and transferring it into the trust via uh, registering the trust, right? How mm-hmm. do I take the? I, I got a car, but it's in another. It's in another state. You know, okay. it's registered in another state. Is it registered so in another state? Yeah, yeah. Do I need okay. to also register so, my trust in that? Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing, though. Do you are you the first lien holder or the second? Is my wife, she owns the car. She owns the car, but it is it owned outright? No, it's not owned outright. It's under lease. So it still got a lien on it? Yeah. It's a lease? You can't you, yeah. you can't put that in your trust. You don't... See, okay. You, you can't. Technically, you can put the lease in your trust if you discharge. But, but you don't own the lease. Remember that. At least you don't own that shit. They still own the lease. Right. That's like 
dog, that's like me giving you a car to, to use, and then you just turn around and be like, nigga, I'm putting this in my truck, I own it now. And you feel like, nigga, what? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, so yeah. it'd be different if it'd be different if you was making payments on it or something like that, or in mm-hmm. the event. Because what, what you need to do now, here's what you can do, bro. Here's what you can do. You can get yeah. a purchase order mm-hmm. for that car. Get a purchase order okay. for you. Fill out the purchase order, and then once you fill out the purchase order, um, you can actually do a a, a, a UCC and, and then do it as collateral. I'm giving away some jewels here, but, but, but you know, you might need to... I'm listening, bro. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening, bro. I'm listening, bro. I'm listening, bro. Spit. You know, but... Yeah. The, yeah, the, the main thing I would do, though, man, is when, when you have, like, when you have uh, a car in another state like you do, you know, yeah. it's, it's very important, man, for, for you to be the owner. Title okay. owner. You got to hold that title. Okay. So, so if, if if I were you, I would try mm-hmm. to make an attempt to try to get that title. You know that car. So you got to get a purchase order for that car. Once you once you do the purchase order, then you can do the UCC and all of that on it. And you, then you can move it over as trust property, um, and then turn around and you know do an administrative process on them for the car, for the title of the car. Have them release the title because it's been given up. But you can only do that if you get yourself. Because with a lease, they're not gonna go for that with a lease. You gotta figure out a lease status. Right, right. And you gotta give them some type of consideration too for the car. So, so you might need to do an accord of satisfaction. You see what I'm saying? You should get a purchase you order. Do the car trust? Yeah. Oh, by doing the car no. trust? Yeah, no. You, you, you listen. You gotta give consideration. To the people who gave you the car. So what I'm gonna give them? I think you misunderstand it. You need to holler at me in the private. Cause I don't want I don't want to I don't want to spill the beans too much on this one. Okay. Okay. I see. But 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 here, but here, here's the one thing though that I will tell you in the public. You need a purchase order, nigga. Okay. Definitely need that. And in retrospect, like in ret- in retrospect, right, in terms of the injunction, like I had my injunction in, and I was and I was arrested. I was put in jail, like you said, put me in jail. So I gotta go to probate court over that. Even even though I don't I don't have a fee schedule inside my injunction, I can still take it to equity because ah. I I did the administrative process, right? Yeah. Now, so you can put your fee schedule in your declaration of trust when you file it. Ah, uh, my man. Trust property, right? Right. So, trust property, and, and they, and they, at one point in time, were in possession of trust property. Then, and they didn't go look and see it, that it was trust property. That's on them. <laughs> Copy that, yo. You take the next call. I'm gonna put you on rewind. I know somebody else got a no question. Doubt. All right, go. All right, let's go to five hundred three. Eight nine zero. What up? Peace to the God. Peace to the God, Joey. Hey, man, you dropping fire? You you dropping fire? I'm doing good, man. You dropping fire, man? Oh man, I'm 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 trailblazing right now, man. I I told I told Jonah, man. I said, said, nigga, I'm running on the side of you right now, nigga. We 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 running, nigga. Let's go. Yeah, you doing it, man, man? 
I really appreciate it. And I have a I have a question that um, I haven't been able to quite okay. understand. I think the answer is pretty it's pretty simple too. So let's say you have your nine eight and um, and you acquired uh, EIN for uh, say an LLC entity, and then let's say you run into LLC, and then when they uh, as a single member, and it comes time for for taxes to file or not file taxes on it, how how do we go about doing that? Even if we say uh, even if we say uh, I don't owe any taxes, you know, according to um, that particular. Uh, Code and um, IRS code. We have the ninety. Did, did anybody say ninety-nine? So have you, have, uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna ask, uh, asking hypothetically, so I can understand. You know, before I do it. So, so the way I look at it is, if you've been ten ninety-nine, right? Which <laughs> we niggas done got ten ninety-nine a few times. So if you get ten ninety-nine, then uh, mm-hmm. you'll you'll need to get a, you'll need to get a CPA. There's no way around that, dog. You got to get a good CPA to deal with the issue of the tax, okay? But re- but remember this, though. Once the business is transferred from yourself to the trust, there's no tax. That's, mm-hmm. not, that's a non-taxable event. So what happens is, is now the owner of that particular business is the trust. Trust don't pay taxes. Mm, okay. So, so, okay. so, what I, what I, and I'll say it again. You need a CPA, right? Because so, some of this mm-hmm. tax shit is beyond me, even me, right? So I even have a CPA. Some of this shit, if you, if, so if you get 1099, take care of the 1099. You have to, but you don't always have to pay the tax. Sometimes you just need to file it, right? So if you're doing business uh, and the trust owns the business, right? And the trust mm-hmm. owns the business, then even as a trust, you just need to make it known. Because it's express trust. It sits outside their jurisdiction. So all of your money, all the money that we made this year was given back to God. <laughs> right. Right. So where's the tax? Okay. That, 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 yeah, that makes, it, that makes it a lot more clear now, the part where you say you might file, but then you let them know that uh, you're, you're working with this trust that's outside their uh, jurisdiction. And it does say that in the IRS manual, the exact language you use when you do that part. I remember that. Okay. Yes, it does say that in the IRS manual. Yo, that IRS manual, niggas got to take time and really go through it because they tell you in there how to do shit with charitable organizations. You know, how how to do transfer tax. They tell you all of that. They there's no excuse not to know because they because they write the shit down. You just gotta go look for it. But I, but if you need some help, uh, you I just know, I just know how to put it together. Yeah, I just know how to put it together. You know, thinking it through my head, thinking it through all the steps, all the process. Like, man, what part do you let them know? Okay, now you just cleared that up. Yeah, right. because if you have because see, the thing is, is like if, when you do business online through PayPal, any of these particular entities, they can ninety nine your ass. I'm, I'm well aware. Mm-hmm. So when you get 1099, call it 1099K. You got to go and do the taxes on 1099. Mm-hmm. Now, wh- whether you pay the tax or not, that's a different story because there are ways to not have to pay the tax. They they call that tax avoidance. That's completely legal mm-hmm. and lawful. Right. Right under their under right. their tax code. <laughs> but when you in trust, you're under your own fucking tax code, nigga. 
I'm under the code of Hamba Lamba. Or peace and friendship. Mm-hmm. Whatever code you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. This is a, um, I, I okay. think this is one of those things where the, the more that people start to uh, play with trust and the more y'all start to transfer shit over and, and y'all, y'all attempting to do business this way, we'll find more remedies. We'll, we'll find out better ways to do shit. Right? But I, I'm telling you from experience, go get a CPA. And let the CPA okay. know, hey, everything's been transferred to trust. Okay. It's the best thing you can do. All right. All right, that was very helpful. Yeah, I need to know that. Yeah, because I, yeah, I definitely didn't understand how you wasn't going to pay the taxes when you had to address it. So that, that makes a lot of sense. That exactly. Way. Exactly. I mean, you've you got to address the issue. I mean, there's a tax, you got to address the tax. But a 1099, you know, to, to me, we, anytime there's a tax, man, if, if there's a 1099, you need to address it. Okay. Alright. If you got some questions on it, bro, you can always right. me in the project, man. We can always we can always go over this in the project. No problem. Okay. Thank you, Joe. Okay, God. Peace. Alright, let's go to uh let's go to three one six, three oh eight. You're on the line. What up? Peace to the God. Peace to the God. What's good, Joey? It's all good. No doubt, no doubt. How you? Of course you know I'm doing I'm doing wonderful, magnificent, and great. Large sums of money come to me quickly and easily, always. Absolutely. I got, Absolutely. Another good, I got another good one for you, too. Okay, what's good? It's uh, let off the brakes and give life more gas. Man, you ain't lying. But but don't go too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You don't want to go too fast, but definitely let off that brake and give life some more gas. I go about 10 miles over the speed limit, you know? There you go. You know, being safe about it. <laughs> I'll take it my time. It was good. No doubt. No, I was just, uh, I actually wanted to ask you, bro, because uh, you know I'm here in Kansas, so I was trying to see, is there uh, anybody else on this information here in Kansas that I can link up with other than yourself? Uh, there is. There's, there's some other brothers. Um, There's some brothers in my circle. Uh, There's a few people scattered around the area that I know of. That I can link to you. You just have to hit me in the private, and I'll get you some of the info. No doubt, I, I'll do that then, God. Appreciate it. And also, and also, I got the um, I set it up on the website. There's a there's a um, there's a forum on my website now. So if people from all over the country, y'all can go in on that forum, find each other and shit. You know, it's an open forum on the website. So you can also go in there and look too. Oh, okay, that's dope. Appreciate that, God. Yeah, bro, no doubt. But um, but yeah, I, I got the number here saved, so I'll text you a few, a few people who I know that are actually looking to reach out and do business with people and and politic on this commerce. You know, indeed, indeed, information. Okay, bro, no problem. All right, peace to the God. Peace to the God. All right, that's what it is. Uh, go to makemorecommerce.com, dot com, man. Y'all need to get some remedies if y'all need to book some time with me. If I missed you in the last few weeks, I'm going to definitely catch up with people over the weekend and today. Uh, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, we're getting everything settled. we got some seminars coming up, all right, New York. 
Philly, Baltimore, Miami. All right, so stay tuned for all of the dates. We'll have all of them dates rolling out soon. Jonah Bay and myself, Joey L. All right, so it's Friday. Y'all know what that means. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. All right, so that's what it is, man. Go get that study in there, man. And uh, if y'all need to get with me, y'all know what it is, makemorecommerce.com. Go sign up for the free membership. Uh, we'll be on the air Sunday. Oh, oh! before I forget, Sister Osette was on last night. She's on Thursday nights now. They got a new night now. So if you want to hear her show from last night, go back into the Blog Talk archives. Check out her show from last night. All right, fire show her uh, her and Teak did. All right, and um, every Thursday they're going to be on. So look forward to that. You can go get your spiritual readings Thursday night. We'll be here Friday mornings. And, of course, I'm on Sunday evenings, all right? So with that being said, man, go holler at Jonah Bay, and we'll out of here. Peace.
Fridays with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on Evolution Radio. You're listening to the new Evolution Radio Network. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L., where remedy meets preparation. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit JonahBay.com for more remedies. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.